Yo, what up, what up? From Hypebeast Radio, I'm Manny, and this is Mike Line, a show that looks to discover the origin story of your favorite artist or major player in the music industry. We ask the questions that you have always wanted to get answered, and you never know who may pop by. Don't forget, we migrated into separate shows on Hypebeast Radio, so you have to individually subscribe to the shows you want to listen to. Search and subscribe to HBR Show, Business of Hype, and Mike Line, or wherever you get your podcasts on. Do it now so you don't miss any episodes. Okay, let's get into this week's episode. For this episode of Mike Line, we talked to Davido about crossing over, Afrobeat, Nigeria's music scene, and a ton more. Welcome to Mike Line. So on today's episode, uh, a big, big artist in town, international artist, someone I've been a fan of for, for a while now, and I guess someone introduce yourself. Yes, what up, my people? It's your boy, David O, represented West Side Africa, Nigeria, precise. I'm Nigerian. Oh. I, was born and raised, I was born and raised here, but Nigerian but Nigerian music and also now evolution to Afrobeat has been a part of my, I guess, my in my house and my family. Yeah. All for throughout my, my life. You. So my father is is Yoruba. My mother is um Igbo. Okay. Yeah, so I'm kinda split. split. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I think what's the beautiful thing about for me, this is something that I've been noticing for a while, but what's happening I think for over the, I wanna say for the last year or some change. Yeah. It's just an explosion of how the genre kind of taken over internationally. The culture. The culture. So I guess for people who may not know you, I yeah. guess describe your journey to now. First of all, I started as a producer. Mm. You know, as people may know, I went to school in Alabama. Grew up in Atlanta for some years as well. And I started being Nigerian back then. Being African back then. It's like 2010, 2009 when I was here. Mm. It was it was not as cool as me Nigeria. Not, not, not even close. So my journey was, I really started doing like American type music like mm. when I was in college with my cousins and stuff like that. So one December, I went to Nigeria and I saw how like the culture was, the music. It's like 2010 and I fell in love with Nigerian music, fell in love with the entertainment. Then it was like P-Square, the badge. You know, I fell in love with the whole thing. I was like, I want to be a part of this. I don't really, I don't see myself really being in the American industry or nothing like that. I packed my bags and I moved back. And it's just crazy how me moving back to Nigeria, doing what I did in Nigeria, making the type of music I made, making the type of music I know how to make. And for it to be crossing over here now, you know, someone would think I would have to stay here, make music and sound like them to get on like mainstream radio and stuff like that. So for me to be here, go back home, and for the cycle to come back over here, I just feel like, it's amazing. And there are a lot of factors to it, you know. African people are really supportive of their culture. They're really proud of their culture. You know what I'm saying? So from them asking the DJs to play it in the clubs, people like you want to hear it. You have friends. You play it. They'll like it. It spreads that way, you know. It really started from the African clubs, then the Caribbeans, then before you knew it, the, the diaspora and everybody else was messing with. It's not even the only the music, the food, the clothes. You know what I'm saying? So everything is just coming together. Wakanda, the movie. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's so many things that when you describe when you're talking like pop man headers. One was just like I remember vividly growing up yeah. and be, at, at being African was uncool. It was just like oh like what people used to hide it. Yeah, like you'd be like oh no 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 I don't I don't want to wear yeah. um, traditional traditional clothing or the music they turn it down. But now I think just because of people understanding of not only just history of where they of where where they came from, but also just looking at and being open to the culture and the music, especially the music with the internet being so, so and social media as well. Social media, it's like, oh, this yeah. is this is exciting. Yeah. This is this is originality. Yeah. This is where everything begins. Um, and so I love that Afrobeat is becoming 
this huge like phenomenon and it's something that looks like it should be sustained. But from your point of view, is this something that you predicted or was it something this is a surprise to for you? To be honest, um I get this question a lot, especially lately. People were like, Well, how did you um why is it now? Why is it fall? Why is it this? Yeah. To be honest, I just woke up and I was in the, like African people just like, yo, I heard this, heard this before you know it. They started playing it every day, every day before you know it, two times a day. It's just I don't know what happened. It was just natural. Yeah. And to be honest, it's when I didn't try it, that's when it went. Yeah. When I was here for eight months in 2016, going around every state, working with different producers, I worked with Thug, I worked with so many people, trying to sound like them, it didn't work. I was here for eight months. The moment I go back home and focus on home, it transcends here, so that just says it all. Yeah, because Fall you know came Fall came out like a year with some change yeah, yeah, ago, yeah. and then even if that's like a record that started yeah, to make like, its way over here, I guess, but in, in general, why do you think Afrobeat just like... Just because it's, I think it's like a really special age with like you, Mr. Easy, Wiz, um, what's the other guy, Afrobeat, Burner Boy. Like Burner Boy is now about to be a Coachella. You everywhere, on the charts. Also American and artists coming over and working. Yo, let me say something. That that was a big factor too. The artists coming to Nigeria and me hosting them and showing them Mm -hmm. what Africa is really like, like the lifestyle and everything. And they came back them telling other artists. The first set of people to come were the Migos. Mm. Migos came in 2000, late 2017 or 16. That's just before I dropped If, and that's just when they dropped Bad and Bushy. Mm-hmm. You know, I showed them the city, and they, from there, um, artists just started coming. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Casanova came down and shot a video. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I hosted him, took him to the beach, showed him the great part. He wanted to see the hood. I took him both places, but, you know, showed him, like, Baby, Lil Baby came out there. I hosted yeah. him, too, so... I could see it in their eyes that they were just like, wow, I've been told lies all my life about mm. this place. You know what I'm saying? What are some of the lies that they said have been told? Because like, I feel like I do hear that. I mean, you, you, you know the normal things they say, like, yo, y'all got houses. Like, you know, just the normal thing people would think of Africa. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? But when they get there and they seeing Ferraris, they seeing private jets, they yeah. seeing, you know what I'm saying? And a lot of things is that you know, one thing I love about African people, especially Nigerian people, no matter if they have money or they don't have money, they're always happy. They always Mm-hmm. find a way to be happy and entertainment has been a source of happiness for our people because there's nothing much to look up to you know so entertainment has played a very big big factor in our livelihood so i think the africans here too you know what i'm saying if you think about it the same way africans are africa is the same way when they come here a normal african house once you enter the house you're in africa mm-hmm. even if you're in brooklyn you know what you know what it is with african parents they're cooking the food for their kids yeah so that's why you have people like you in this position, being Nigerian, people are other outlets being Nigerian. So I feel like everything just came together at once. And people are really listening. Now people are coming to Nigeria this December. I can't even tell you how many Americans came. Because it, it's starting because I see it more often because it's very known that in de- December, late December, in Lagos, around the area, it's... That's the, the time to be in Nigeria. Uh, That's the time. A, December. It's, December. It's like, it's better than New York. It's yeah. better than... Trust Most me, major cities. The sun is out. People ever on holiday. It's, yeah. it's partying every day, celebrating Christmas parties every day. Exactly. Free food. Exactly. You know? And so it's starting to get, I've definitely seen, especially starting last, last year was the year I, I felt like a, a lot of people that I never thought would go 
where like, right. oh yeah, I'm going. Yeah. And so I think it's just because of the the climate, how people change of what what it is to come to an African and to go to as like a major. This is a major city. Lagos is a major city, as rival with any major cities. It's interesting, and I definitely see that the music scene is helping that image a lot. Yeah. What is the music scene out there now? Like, what's it what's it like? You already know the music scene is crazy. You have the normal, you know, Burno is me. Easy, like you said, but there are a lot of hot people. I got a label myself. Mm-hmm. DMW, we got Mayo Kumperuzi, um, Ichaba, Yonda, Jermo, you know, so we have a lot of artists. But then there's this new kid called Zlatan. He's hot now, mm-hmm. you know, doing the little dances. You know, this dance called Z- Zanku. That's like the wave and the sound right now mm-hmm. in, in Nigeria. So the Nigeria industry is so so big yeah. that people over here getting excited will fall. They don't even know what they're missing. So when they come to Nigeria and hear all these songs, take it back to America. I'm like, yo, listen to this, listen to this. Like, I just left a radio station and I just gave them other songs that are popping over there. How do you discover artists? Sometimes just by chance or I just get introduced to them. One of my artists I met on Twitter, you know what I'm saying, Mayoko, met him on Twitter, blew, blew up, seeing that as well. And I was, they're all coming here as well, all planning to... Go record an album in Jamaica and drop it and just go crazy. What's the what's it like the climate in general in Nigeria? Because I know the election just passed. So some what are some of the things that as um, as a young as a I mean as, as a young man I know I have a voice and I you know I spoke up spoke out about the elections and you know I've campaigned for my uncle in the past and you know when the election processes are not hundred percent um, something I saw with my own eyes so that's why I started speaking up. But you know I feel like. Even if I can't change it myself, I feel like at least when it does change, I can say I was one of the people that was behind this change. You know what I'm saying? Um, I do believe that Africa needs, you know, younger leaders. But it's happening all over the world, little by little. I feel like in due time, you know what I'm saying, Nigeria will be next in line. Why do you think the UK music scene is so, it's first to get on the wave of Nigerian music? I feel Um, like that's just... First of all, it's closer. Yeah. Number one. Second of all, I think there it's a lot. London is kind of smaller, so there's a lot of Africans in, in great positions that made sure the, the term Afrobeat came from the UK because mm. when the African music was coming, they didn't know how to put it in a genre, so like it's called Afrobeats. You know, Afrobeats are, are, is originally originated by Fela. May so rest in peace. Just by Fela. It's originated of Afrobeats, so that's the name that stuck with us. So we took it over. And Afrobeats is just crazy right now in the UK. Over 15 African artists getting played in the clubs and radio. Even more, probably mm. more. What do you do outside of music? I mean, just play with my kids. Most time making music. Um, we have a goal on the journey. Um, I love to be on the road. I don't like to be idle. I don't like to just sit at home. You know what I'm saying? I catch up on my series on the plane. And just work, innovate, break the barriers. Every year I like to challenge myself. I just did the O2 Arena. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So now I've challenged myself to do the MSG. So that's what I'm working towards. Do you think eventually music, international artists and international music will just be like, it just, it will be seamlessly. Like regular. Yeah, it will just seamlessly be like, okay. Oh yeah, yeah, that's, 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 that's where we're going. That's definitely where we're going. I see it happening. If not next year, the year after that, or even before, I see it happening. I see us having our own award categories. Mm-hmm. The Grammy, the best international, best international music Grammy. I definitely think because I, I feel like yeah, I don't think there isn't an international no. for the Grammys, or and I just think it should be also international categories. Like it should be something for K-pop, yeah, like it should BT, be something for Afrobeat. The BT they gave me an award on the stage. It's something uh, a lot of Nigerian artists fought for. 
and some Nigerian artists even boycotted the BETs. Mm. And lucky for me, the year I was nominated, they gave me the award on stage on, on live TV. So things like that helped too as well. You know what I'm saying? When I spoke on the stage, I told them, I invited them, I said, yo, come to Africa, come to Nigeria, come see the culture, eat the food. J. Cole was there, Quavo was there. From there, I got on J. Cole's festival. Quavo put me on his album. So sometimes I feel like maybe we do have, maybe we do have to tell them. Give us the opportunity to tell them. Mm. BT gave me that opportunity to have all these important people sit and listen to one 26-year-old guy from Nigeria that's to speak. Have that little 10 minutes and it gave me that opportunity to talk to the whole of America. So now imagine if you have that opportunity at every award shows. Golden Globes, why is there no international category? Oscars, stuff like that. But we're getting there. Well, I feel like when we get that opportunity to speak, they will listen. Mm. How come every time they go to Nigeria, they get addicted with the culture? Every Nigerian friend, everybody has a Nigerian friend. They, and that friend will always get addicted to the culture. That's true. Everybody got a Nigerian friend. It's a very, African <laughs> culture is a, it's a very addictive culture. Yeah. You want to be African by force. Like, ah, I want to be African. That's why we're going now. Before it was, oh, I don't want to be African. Now everybody People knows. understanding it. Yeah. Awesome. Honestly, this has been a really good communication. Thank mm -hmm. you God bless for coming you. out, man. Seriously. Of course, of course. Yes, yes. That's today's episode of Mike Line, and thanks for tuning in. You can listen to more episodes of Mike Line and keep up with everything Hypebeast Radio at hypebeast.com slash radio. Subscribe to Mike Line on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Overcast, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts on. Feel free to reach out to me on Twitter at ECM underscore LP and follow Hypebeast Music for more original content and music news. Let us know who you like to have on the show, and thank you for listening to Mike Line.